How's it going, everybody? Welcome along to another episode of the Fantasyland FPL podcast. For myself, Stephen Gilroy, you can find me on Twitter at Fantasyland FPL. This week on the podcast, Game Week 26 is not done and dusted just yet. There's still a few more games left to play. Liverpool have to play Leeds, Arsenal have to have their second fixture, and much more. There's also Champions League action in the middle of it all. So just hold off on making any of your free transfers, or if you're using your free hit, make sure and uh, leave it till at least Thursday or Friday before we do anything. Game week 26 so far. So the game week that has promised so much as a lot of us had uh, triple captain Salah and a lot of us have probably activated our wildcard chip as well. So me, the only moves that I made and I made one move very, very late on Friday night when I came home from work, I have been looking at Luis Diaz a good bit and I kind of felt like with the news that Jada was going to be out that he would need to be replaced and I just didn't know whether I wanted to double up on Liverpool defence and I'm kind of lucky I didn't to be honest so I went for I already had Trent Alexander-Arnold so that was fine I had Salah so Salah came in for Fernandez, and then the other transfer I made was uh, Foden I got rid of Foden and brought in Saka and then the other transfer I made was, I think I had uh, Zaha or, yeah, I think it was Zaha. Or, yeah, it was Zaha, actually, sorry. And um, he went out and he was replaced by Luis Diaz. So the thing behind that was, I had mentioned on the podcast last week that I felt like he was going to start, you know, playing a lot more games now. A lot of Liverpool fans saying that he looks like he's going to start, you know, a few more games. He's going to be in direct competition to the likes of Jada now. And that's exactly how it went. So I'll go through in full what happened in Game Week 26 and we'll speak a little bit about Luis Diaz in the watch list as well. So starting off on Saturday, West Ham and Newcastle played out a draw. Uh, Craig Dawson with the goal for West Ham and Joe Willock with a goal just before halftime to tie it up for Newcastle. Good result for Newcastle in their fight against relegation. They'll be happy enough with a point. And Joe Willock on the score sheet once again. He's a man that seems to pop up with a goal for Newcastle every once in a while. So good for him. Liverpool turned it on uh, against Norwich after going 1-0 down to win three goals to one with goals from Mane, Mane, Salah and Diaz. So this was the game a lot of us probably sat around to watch on Saturday just to make sure our triple captain chip went off without any hitch. And when I looked down through my mini leagues and I looked at an awful lot of other teams on Twitter, I think triple captain Salah was probably the... Uh, less differential thing you could have went for uh, over the course of the weekend. I think a lot of people used triple captain over the course of the weekend. And of course, when Liverpool went 1-0 down, I think a lot of people, you know, Liverpool fans probably wouldn't panic because they know their team is pretty good. And when they turned around, you know, Mane with a fantastic goal, then Salah got his goal, and then finally Diaz. I think the biggest, I mean, I was happy when Salah scored, obviously, but me and everybody else, of course, then, of course, when, when Diaz scored, I jumped up off my seat and, um, you know, I celebrated almost like a Liverpool fan. So it was good to see a player that I brought in at the very last minute doing the business for Liverpool. And uh, you never know, I might keep him long term. He's looking like a very kind of flashy player. He looks like he's got a lot of pace in his game as well. He looks like a Liverpool player. I think someone said that to me during the week. He does definitely look like a player that fits into a Jurgen Klopp style of team. So I'll have to keep an eye on him over the next few weeks. Burnley hammered Brighton by three goals to nil with Weghorst scoring one and assisting the other. So, um, 
yeah, this this is another game I was kind of looking at in the background because I had Sanchez in goal, obviously. And um, it just, yeah, it was just unbelievable. I mean, Weghorst, I mean, people have been talking about him for a couple of weeks now. And uh, the fact that he had a double, and this was the first of his two games in the double game week. And... Um, yeah, he just went on a he went on a sick one. It was it was it was crazy. Uh, he knocked down he knocked down an assist for I think it was uh, Jay Rodriguez in the second half, and he got himself a goal uh, himself with a good finish. So yeah, he's he's another one that's kind of uh, ticking on my radar as well. And uh, definitely when you're coming up to uh, the week of a free hit chip, you'd be considering uh, anyone you can, and especially because Burnley have another double. I think they have another double after this. So. Uh, he would be someone I would definitely consider. Uh, Emmanuel Dennis. Oh, Emmanuel Dennis. The one of the Watford uh, double up that I have. Uh, of course, he scored to give Watford a 1-0 win um, in that game. So he got himself three three uh, three bonus points. He got a goal. Um, Villa on the day, I suppose, a little bit disappointing. I left Coutinho in and I left Dennis in. I suppose I re- kind of just left Dennis in because I... I didn't really know what else to do, to be honest. I, you know, I didn't have anyone on the bench really that I wanted to leave on instead of him. Um, yeah, I, I could have doubled up and went Josh King as well, but you know, I'm lucky I didn't do that, and I stuck with Lacazette up top beside him. So yeah, it was a nice, it was a nice uh, differential because I think I think a lot of people have probably sent Emmanuel Dennis on his way and Josh King as well. So yeah, look, the, the plan is still to get rid, but I suppose if they are going to have. Uh, a little bit of form in them, then, you know, Dennis and Josh King will definitely be at the heart of that. So uh, I'll hold for one more week and see what happens. Uh, Chelsea won by goal to nil versus Crystal Palace. Uh, Hakim Ziyech got a goal in that one. Read a very interesting stat in that game that Romelu Lukaku touched the ball seven times in that game against Crystal Palace. And one of those touches was from the kickoff. Um, I think it's a new Premier League, Premier League record. I've never heard of anything like that before. So, yeah, strikers at Chelsea struggling a little bit at the minute. Arsenal won by two goals to one versus Brentford. Not good to see a late goal for Brentford in that one. So, yeah, it was it was real late when I noticed that Brentford had actually got themselves a consolation goal in that one. And Kieran Tierney's clean sheet points and uh, any clean sheet points that Saka would have got also uh, were just wiped out instantly. So, very frustrating to see that. In the end, but still, Lacazette got himself an assist and Saka got a goal, so that was more than enough to make up for it. Southampton won by two goals to nil against Everton. Shane Long off the bench once again, doing what Shane Long does for Southampton, scoring goals off the bench. Good win for them. Everton back in the firing line once again in terms of relegation. Are they going to get dragged into a big relegation scrap along with the likes of us, Leeds? and Burnley and the likes we'll just have to wait and see and then on Saturday evening a very very interesting game at the Etihad so Tottenham were one nil up and then Manchester City equalized uh, then uh, Spurs of course got a second and um, then a very very late penalty from Riyad Mahrez uh, I think it was 90 plus 2 or 90 plus 3 that Mahrez scored that penalty and you think yeah that's that's a two-all draw it's a point apiece and then up steps Harry Kane, two goal performance. He absolutely, you know, really, it was a real proper striker's performance. I think that's what it's been described as the last couple of days. And um, yeah, fair play. Like Harry Kane's got an awful lot of critics and he gets a lot of slack from, you know, fans and pundits alike. But that, that you know, scenario there, scoring a late winner and scoring another goal in that game, that's going to really, you know, up his confidence. 
maybe now we can have a really strong uh, finish to the end or the back end of the season. So uh, three goals to two, Spurs won that one and the title race is firmly back on once again. Then moving on to Sunday, Leeds lost out by four goals to two against Manchester United after getting back into the game at the beginning of the second half with two goals in about 24 seconds. So again, uh, I sat and I watched this for the first half, it turned off at half time. I said, I'll watch 10 more minutes of this now and see what happens. And then, sure, of course, Rafinha comes on, Gellhart comes on, you know, Gellhart, you know, throwing himself about, got himself stuck in. Rodrigo then with an absolute Hail Mary of a goal uh, across that it was absolutely not meant to be a shot, but it went in over David De Gea's head and uh, put Leeds a bit of a lifeline back in the game. And then uh, a great tackle from Adam Forshaw on Bruno Fernandes. Uh, played the ball to Dan James, and Dan James whips it in for Rafinha for 2-2. And you think we've got a proper game on here. And, of course, then Leeds do what Leeds do best. Uh, they concede twice more. And, you know, forgive me, Leeds fans, if you listen to this and you think that I'm being negative or, you know, unsupportive. I'm not trying to be negative or unsupportive, but I'm just kind of saying... Very hard to see a game where Leeds don't concede over three goals. And I think I've seen a statistic that Leeds have conceded, on average, three goals a game in the last 10 Premier League games. Not good enough if you're trying to escape relegation. And in fairness, they did try their best and there was a lot of battling qualities, a lot of good battling performances in that game. But again, just just not enough on the day. So uh, unfortunate, but hopefully we can put up a bit of a performance against Liverpool in the second game, which of course is tonight, at the time of recording this, uh, they play Liverpool tonight at 8, I think it is, uh, so hopefully we can, uh, hopefully it's a bit of damage limitation in that one, I just don't want to get beat by 7 or 8 goals to nil, so hopefully, we'll see. Uh, Wolves had an excellent win versus Leicester by 2 goals to 1 with Ruben Neves and Daniel Podence on the score sheet for Wolves. Wolves in a little bit of good form now themselves and they're actually starting to impress me a little bit once again. Will I fall into the trap of buying any other players? Probably not. I've washed my hands with the likes of Raul Jimenez and Co and I won't be going back there anytime soon. But in fairness to them, they're a solid Premier League side. They've been really good the last three, four weeks. So hopefully they can keep that up. That is everything that has happened in game week 26 so far. And as I said, there is more games to come. Uh, as I said, the Leeds play Liverpool tonight. Uh, also, we have... Uh, I'll just get the fixtures up in front of me here. Yeah, so Burnley play Spurs tonight. Watford play Crystal Palace tonight as well. Liverpool play Leeds at 7.45. I stand corrected. Uh, and then on Thursday, Arsenal play Wolves. So a uh, lot of interest in those f- f- four games over the next couple of days. So... Hopefully we can get uh, points returns from the likes of the Arsenal Wolves game. I'm looking at that. And I'd really love if uh, Saka, Lacassette and Tierney could give me uh, returns in that one. Watford and Crystal Palace. Dennis, is there another goal in him? Maybe. You never know. And then obviously Liverpool and Leeds. Like I said before, I'm a Leeds fan first and an FPL uh, player next. So hopefully it won't be too bad. If we do get beaten by Liverpool... Fair enough, but if we don't, if you know, if if we can get anything at all, it would be good. Yeah, so there are all the games that are left to play in game week, double game week twenty six. It's been a good game week so far. I sit on seventy nine points at the moment, uh, but the minus the four. Uh, oh, sorry, no minus the eight. Yeah, so um, yeah, we're still sitting around a decent one hundred and twenty six k rank at the minute. Um, 
Taking a minus eight, of course, to bring in Luis Diaz worked out well. He repaid me, so hopefully if he starts the second game, he can get a few more points. Uh, the likes of Salah as my triple captain. Yeah, look, I think I think everybody's probably happy enough with that. But um, yeah, look, I'm not going to go into my team uh, at the moment here now, so I'll just uh, do the watch list first, and then I'll uh, speak a little bit, a bit about my Game Week 27 plans, and then we'll talk about how I'm getting on so far in this game week. So... The watch list, let's do it. Weghorst is the first name on the list of Burnley. One goal and one assist. Good performance from this guy and he's a name that's been on pretty much every FPL manager's lips since he's arrived in the Premier League and if he keeps going the way he's going, Burnley might just have a chance of staying up in the league and uh, he's going to be a big part of that as well because I think he gives them a different attacking outlet for, um, for a team like Burnley. You know, they can go... With the more aerial aerial like presence, so, like I mean, if you lose Chris Wood, obviously you're losing a lot of height up front. But to bring this guy in, like this guy, I think this guy is even taller than than uh, Chris Wood to be honest with Weghorst. So, yeah, in a game like that, playing uh, Brighton and your backs are against the wall, to come out like that, get a goal, get an assist. You know, you're putting yourself firmly in the eyes of a lot of FPL managers. So, definitely keep an eye on him. Diaz of Liverpool is the next one. Now I know. Uh, there's a little bit of bias in this because I just went out and bought him and put him, in my, put him in my team and he's delivered. But the thing about Diaz is I think he's a very, very good player in the first half against Norwich. It was the... Um, I watched a lot of sport on Saturday. I sat down and watched a lot of games and Liverpool-Norwich game was the one I watched in depth because I wanted to have a good look at Diaz. And to be fair, I was impressed. I thought in the first half, yeah, he lost... The ball a couple of times. I thought he maybe made the wrong decision one or two times as well. But in the second half, he looked a lot more assured and he looked a lot more confident. And there could be a little bit of a partnership struck up there with the likes of Mohamed Salah. So we're just going to have to wait and see. But all the early signs are there. He definitely got more confident as the game went on. And he got his goal in the end, which will do him the world of good uh, with regards to his confidence. So... Good little player is Luis Diaz, at least looks it anyways. Harry Kane is the next name on the list. Uh, what do you say about his performance on Saturday? Really good, classic number nine, classic striker performance. Uh, got himself two goals. And some of the passes that he played to the likes of Son um, and others, he just makes it look so easy at times. And it's a different type of game that Harry Kane offers sometimes. You know, people say that he's an out-and-out striker, which is fair enough. But I think... What else he offers? He offers great, great passing ability, great, you know, vision in terms of that. And, uh, you know, his assist capability is second to none as well. Like So, um, great performance from him. Two goals in that one. Uh, he's firmly on my watch list. Also for game week 27. Another man that is on my list and who has been in my team uh, in the last few weeks as well. And I'd be quite happy to get him back is Bruno Fernandes. Yes, he rolled around. Uh, on the ground a lot at Ellen Road. And yes, he does a lot of whining and moaning. But as a West, as an FPL asset, he's uh, he's absolutely fantastic. So uh, I had him for I've had him for two two double game weeks now, and he's returned in both. And I think he's scored in definitely three of his last four games, uh, if not more. He's just, he's he's a man that looks like he's back in a bit of form now. I mean, we did criticize him at the start of the season. You know, he didn't look sharp, even, you know, before Christmas, you know, didn't look sharp, didn't look on it, uh, didn't look confident, starting to look a little bit more confident now, and he's starting to, 
you know, gel a little bit with the likes of Jaden Sancho um, and even Anthony Alanga when he comes on as well. He seems to, you know, feed off these players running off him. So it'll be interesting to see now how Manchester United, how their form picks up over the next couple of weeks. They seem to have um, got themselves going a little bit. Uh, they play Watford this weekend. Yes, they play Watford. Um, and just his scoring run at the minute just seems to be something that's really kind of be drawing me to him. So I'll be definitely considering him when I do up on my uh, wildcard raft over the course of the next couple of days. And finally, the next two names on the list are uh, Saka and Lacassette of Arsenal. So these two boys are going about their business quite quietly, I guess. And Saka, I like him as an option. I've always liked him as an option. I think he's a very good price. I think Lacassette is probably a little bit too expensive for what he offers. I think if he was 7.8 or 7.5 million, I think that's more than enough. But the two of them still interest me a lot. I have the two of them at the minute, and um, I won't be looking to get rid of them anytime soon because, as far as I know, they have a double in the next couple of weeks. So it'll be interesting to see how they get on in them games. And just in general, I think Arsenal, um, like I have Kieran Tierney as well. So the three of them together, the Arsenal trip up, uh, I'm pretty much happy to have that as long as they're in any sort of decent form. So yeah, they're just a few names on my watch list. And uh, yeah, they might give you a little bit of insight into your planning for Game Week 27. Speaking of Game Week 27, we haven't even finished Game Week 26 and we're already talking about the next one. Um, I just have three things written down in my notes uh, for the game with 27 plans the, f- the free hit is active as I said uh, I'm going to hit it uh, either tonight or first thing tomorrow um, only bench boost will be the uh, chip I've left after this look doesn't really bother me I have had a pretty good run with the chips that I've played so far this season I think my first wild card probably didn't go this- the way that I wanted it to but definitely the free hit has gone okay the triple captain looks like it's going to go pretty okay as well and um, I only have eight players. I think I've only got eight players left for this weekend to play. Um, game week twenty-seven, so that kind of leaves me in a bit of a predicament. It's kind of like, do I take another minus four or minus eight and just try and get myself up to you know at least you know ten players if I take a minus four, or do you go ahead and take a minus eight again? Not a big fan of that because I feel like when I take a minus eight, my rank doesn't grow, it doesn't shoot up. Um, yeah, I just I'm just not a big fan of it. Obviously, I done it last week because. Double game week, you want to try and do as much as possible in terms of bringing in the best players. And yeah, I definitely will be taking a minus eight. So I think free hit's going to be the plan. Bench boost is the only one left after this. I'm actually going to play that very soon as well if I can build a decent bench. And then the final point is to attack the game week, which is very important when it comes to a free hit week. I think it's important that you need to come up with a plan about what players you'd like to get and you know you can go for players that you never normally take a punt on as well I think that's absolutely okay as well and yeah I'm basically just gonna have fun with it because I had I had a lot of fun with my other free hit around the Christmas period and this is gonna be no different I don't think uh, there's any any real need to uh, need to overthink it too much but um yeah that's gonna be the plan for game week 27 um, as I said, I will go through my team and the points so far now before we get into captaincy for game week 27. So Foster in goal with a six-pointer, uh, clean sheet against uh, Villa, yes, and he plays Crystal Palace at home now tonight, so hopefully another clean sheet for that would be nice. Alexander-Arnold with a zero-pointer, but you would imagine he's probably going to play against Leeds tonight. 
Uh, Cancelo with a one-pointer, Tierney with a two-pointer. That clean sheet, of course, as I mentioned, was wiped out in that game against Brentford. So hopefully he can get a clean sheet against Wolves. Across the midfield, then, Luis Diaz with a nine-pointer. He plays against uh, Leeds tonight. Rafinha with a five-pointer. He plays also tonight. Salah with a 30-pointer. Saka with a 10-pointer. And Coutinho with a two-pointer. Then you have Dennis with a nine-pointer up front. Uh, he plays Crystal Palace tonight. And then Lacazette, who also has a game against Wolves on Thursday. He has five points so far. Then on the bench, nothing major to report there. Sanchez with a one-pointer. King with a two-pointer. Dean with a two-pointer and Cucurella with a one-pointer so uh, I wouldn't worry too much about uh, the bench so far uh, I don't think there's going to be any need for any of them I think Trent is probably going to play tonight so uh, hopefully he will that's it that is uh, how I got on in game week uh, 26 so far I'll put up a tweet later on in the week and let you know how it went in full for me just a quick rundown of the fixtures in regards to captaincy. I just have them open on the Premier League website in front of me here. Uh, some of the best options for captaincy. I'm looking at the likes of the Man City game versus Everton. Kevin De Bruyne, you know, Real Mares if you want to go for differential. Phil Foden, uh, Manchester United, Watford, Bruno, Ronaldo, you know, decent options. Crystal Palace and Burnley, probably wouldn't go near that one to be honest. Uh, Villa have a good game against Brighton, but... With the way Brighton are, I know they took a they took a bit of a heavy beating last weekend, but still they're a decent side. Uh, Leeds and Spurs, a lot of people are probably going to get on Harry Kane or a human son for captaincy in that one. So time to play Norwich on Friday night. Um, I don't think that there's any real need to be captaining any Southampton players, but if you wish, of course. So yeah, just the the, the City Everton game, the Manchester United Watford game. Uh, the Leeds and Spurs game they're probably the three that the captaincy pick is going to come from of course Liverpool don't play there in the Carabao Cup final on Sunday against Chelsea so that is yeah that's pretty much it um, I've got through it fairly fast today now uh, I just wanted to uh, cover what's happened so far in game week 26 as I said I'll put up on Twitter how the game we went for myself in total and and put up a uh, a free hit draft later on in the week as well so you see what you guys think don't forget you can follow me on twitter at fantasylandfpl you can also find me on instagram under the exact same handle that is it i'm off to do a bit more planning for game week 27 feels like i'm always planning for a game week uh, around monday or tuesday these days so uh yeah hopefully it'll work out for me as i said i'm sitting around 126k if I can improve that and jump into the top 100k or just above, I'll be doing really well. So um, I'll leave it at that. Very best of luck for Game Week 27. Enjoy the rest of the games for Game Week 26. We'll talk to you soon. We'll do a full breakdown next week of Game Week 27 and we'll plan for Game Week 28. Talk to you soon. Take care.